0: Prayer is our only stabilizer. Prayer anchors our minds to the place where we can understand others and more importantly understand ourselves because a lot of things are going to happen in that session. A lot of things are going to happen uh, when we interact with other people that we must have something to anchor ourselves so that we would be able to be able to meet those demands and become resilient.
1: Welcome to the Christian Leader Made Simple podcast. I really hope this episode helps you learn and master the skills you need to grow your leadership effectiveness and enjoyment. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to get notified as soon as I post a new session so you don't miss a single episode. I'd also greatly appreciate any reviews, likes, and shares that you can give me. It just helps me extend my reach to more people. So leaders, I know just how frustrating it can feel when you're in the weeds of work or ministry and life is chaotic, you're struggling to feel effective, and you're just not enjoying leadership as much as you could be. And so to help you, after many years of leadership and executive coaching, I've developed a framework called the Christian Leader Blueprint that'll guide you to find clarity in your life and leadership. It'll help you gain a better rhythm of life, it'll help you see yourself more clearly, to leverage your strengths, and you'll produce more productive relationships. It's a step-by-step guide to leadership transformation. And I have that in two formats now. I have a free short guide that you can find on ryanfranklin.org, and I have a book, The Christian Leader Blueprint. And you can find that in any format, including an audiobook wherever you buy your books. I have a few more things on my website that you may be interested in, so just head on over to ryanfranklin.org and check it all out. And now, let's get to our session. So, today I am joined by a very special guest on the podcast today. Uh, She is a very dear friend of mine, Dr. Jennifer Williams. Thank you so much for being on the Christian Leader Made Simple podcast today. Thank you for having me today, Pastor Ryan. Absolutely. So, let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Williams. Uh, She is a licensed ordained minister a teacher, a conference speaker, an author, an international evangelist. Uh, She holds a doctorate degree in pastoral care and counseling and a master's degree in psychology and counseling. She does a lot of the counseling at POA. Uh, Dr. Williams is also a national certified counselor, a licensed professional counselor, and we also share the same title of a Townsend Institute executive coach. And, uh, you know, those are all really tremendous accomplishments, accolades, titles. Um, But here's one of the most prominent things that uh, I know about her, and the reason that I've asked her to come on the show. She is known around the world. Many of you already know her. She is known around the world for her passion for prayer. Uh, She just, I'll just say it how it is, she just flat out knows how to pray. How to Touch the Throne of God. And uh, Dr. Williams, this is sort of an impromptu interview because I asked you just a couple of days ago, and you agreed to do this, and uh, thank you again for agreeing to do it. But in leadership, we're, uh, we're all faced with uncertainty quite a bit as we move through leadership. Uh, things that will cause us lots of stress and worry and struggle in our decision making, you know, it it kind of kind of comes in at us pretty regularly. Uh, especially if you're a pastor, or or a church leader, or you lead a, a, a busy business, you're going to face those stressful things pretty regularly. And I want to unpack with you today uh, how prayer can make a difference with these uncertainties. That's a that's a really important uh, topic, I think, to talk about. And so. To start us off, can you just sort of share your personal journey of how you integrate prayer into your day, in your day-to-day life, and and how it has shaped your
0: approach to some of the uncertainties in your life? Pastor Ryan, I feel that every person will face uncertainty. Not just leaders, but every single one of us will face uncertainty, Mm -hmm. and the key to it is to know that we can overcome that feeling of uncertainty many times when i have been uncertain and i've not known what to do i will turn to the scriptures and i would say lord just give me a scripture to help me to anchor myself at this time and one of the scriptures about uncertainty that i've found is that when i am afraid i will turn to you oh lord the scripture says what times i am afraid Mm -hmm. it is letting us know that the uncertainty is definitely going to be there and after i get that scripture and that's in my mind immediately i think how can i connect with god to subside the uncertainty and that's where the role of prayer comes in prayer connects us to god who is the prince of peace, the one who can calm us down, the one who really understands why we are uncertain and why we have uneasy feelings. Prayer is our connection to God. Prayer brings us into a place to where we can have peace about the situation, as well as to be able to gain wisdom and understanding how to manage that particular situation.
1: Yeah. So, um, I was, I was facing some uncertainty just a few days ago when I asked you to be on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's, I went to my normal prayer time. I walk in the auditorium. And lo and behold, Dr. Williams is in the auditorium praying. And you gave me four words. And it said, he is leading you. That was powerful words to me. Now I'm going in my normal routine of prayer, but but I'm really I'm in a I've got a little anxiety and stress in my in my mind and some of the things the insecurities within me, and um, and you said you told me that the Lord sent you there, mm-hmm. and I just happened to be there, and you gave me that word.
0: So talk talk through that a little bit. What what happened there? Um. During my regular routine, I was praying, and um, when I walked into the sanctuary, I was a little later that day coming in. I saw you over to the left, but I went on to my routine, and as I stood in my regular place of prayer, all of a sudden, as the Spirit speaks to me, He gave me those words to speak to you. I had no idea what you were going through, but as we continue and we have a connection with God, prayer is a connection. Prayer is all about communicating with God. And as we communicate with God, God is going to communicate with us in different ways. He's gonna speak to me differently than he speaks to you. In the manner in which he speaks to me, he gave those four words to me for you. No idea what you have been through, but knowing we hadn't talked, (laughs) no, you had had not talked, (laughs) and I had no idea, but I trusted the voice of God in my life through prayer. And through uh, my time with God, God has taught me my sheep know my voice. And we can only become accustomed to his voice as we spend time with him in prayer. And I had spent a considerable amount of time with him in prayer. And because of my time with God in prayer, I knew it was God speaking to me. Because the enemy sure isn't going to tell you something encouraging. And so I took a leap of faith and I spoke the words to you. And I just want to point out that that's not um,
1: that's not just a, a a common prayer life to be able to do something like that. That's a that's an uncommon prayer life to be able to step into the supernatural, really, mm-hmm. and to be able to operate in the supernatural and speak things that that really turned that situation around for me. Uh, you heard me out a little bit even after that, and. It just kind of turned the situation around. It was the words that I needed to hear from the Lord. It was, it was that component that people can't give to, to you. I mean, people are a huge part of regulating and stressful things and uncertain things, but there's a component that only God can give. And in that, ca- in that situation, it happened. And I can tell you, over the last three years of working on my book, working on launching the community, Uh, There's been probably five or six times Hmm. that I was walking in the auditorium and lo and behold, Jennifer Williams is there and has a very specific word that spoke directly to that situation. And especially in the early on, you didn't even know I was writing a book,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yet yet you felt some very specific things that really spoke to me. And, And I just want to say... Uh, I, I, and I want to say publicly, I, I so value your prayer life and the impact that it has had in my life. The Lord has spoken words specifically f- from you to me uh, many, many times, and um, that is super valuable
0: in my life as, as a leader, as a pastor. Um, thank you for that. You're very welcome. And I do want to add, Pastor Ryan, if people understood the valuable, uh, how valuable prayer is, we would do it more. Prayer is our only Mm. connection to God. Prayer is our only connection between heaven and earth. It is a biblical platform that has been established by God for mankind to communicate with God and for God to communicate with us. And as we interact with God on that platform of prayer, God gets to know us and we get to know him and it changes our whole lives forever. Yeah, that's that's very good. Um,
1: and, And so with saying that, um, knowing that, that if we really realize the impact that it could have on our leadership, what's some, what's some practical ways that uh, are practical tools even for, as we're, as we're facing critical decisions, um, especially in times of unpredictability, what's some, what's some practical ways we can incorporate prayer into those things?
0: Prayer can be incorporated into every aspect of our lives as leaders, Um, What we need to really understand is that prayer is not just practical and useful, Mm -hmm. but prayer is powerful. Mm. Prayer is a game changer. Prayer decides So So it's not just
1: making the right decision. It's the power that comes along with the act of praying for that right decision.
0: Yes, and it will anchor you in that particular decision. It'll give you a sense of security, a calmness, a peace, knowing without a doubt that you've made the right decision. Many people face, many leaders face the uncertainty, asking themselves, what shall I do? Um, um, How can I I make a better choice in this particular thing? If we would stop and pray first and make the decision afterwards then we will see a difference in that. Some practical things that a person a leader can do to help them on the journey is to first start small. Start with something simple. Start in the moment where you are, where you need an answer, or where you need to make a decision. Taking a moment to pray. When you feel that first prompting or that first feeling of uncertainty, stop in the moment, just take a second, say, God help me. That's very practical, very useful. Just take the moment to say something And sometimes people will say that out of habit, God Mm -hmm. help me. Mm -hmm.
1: But if they would slow down and realize, the power of those words it could truly make a difference because i think i think there is a difference Mm -hmm. i mean disagree with me if you want but i think there is a difference in in habitual prayer Mm -hmm. and relational prayer with god and that would be more relational knowing slowing down and saying god help me because i know
0: god can help me right i definitely agree um that habitual prayer um we're so accustomed just to saying in the words, the Lord help me. But if someone doesn't pray as much as someone who does it habitually, in that moment, knowing that God is there with you and you take that time to say, God, help me. And then you just make a marker. Say, God, in the time when I needed you the most, if I'm not used to praying and you help me. How can I Make this a pattern in my life. And from that moment, link it to the next moment. You make a memory, and you link it to your next moment. If God helped me then, then God can help me in the next moment. And how can I incorporate this into my everyday life? Yeah.
1: That's very good. It makes sense. And you sort of answered this, but I want to ask it more specifically in case there's some more um, guidance you can give here. But... In, in church leadership and even in Christian business leadership, you know there's often a balance between faith and being strategic strategic planning processes and I 'm all about processes i love I love that side of uh, of the church, um, I love consulting type things, uh, but there's a balance in faith and strategic planning and so how can we sort of strike a balance? We don't need to get too carnal-minded with it, but we also can't get so heavenly-minded that we don't get something done and do the processes and strategic planning. So speak to that
0: just a little bit. Our God is a God of balance. Mm -hmm. Many people think, if I pray only, this is all I have to do, and they forget about the strategic planning portion of it. Look what Jeremiah 10 and 11 says, "For I know the plans, how God is a planner." And if he, wants to, if he was going to accomplish something, he always starts with a plan. He knows exactly what He wants to do. And so we can take our um, pattern from God, who is a planner. If God plans, then we as human beings must understand we must plan. The enemy would deceive us and make us think that all we have to do is pray, especially um, for me when I love to pray and I'm accustomed to prayer and all I want to do is pray. But even after you have prayed, you're going to have to get up and do something.
1: So before we continue on with the podcast, this episode is brought to you by Christian Leader Community Coaching. Are you a Christian leader experiencing low productivity or chaotic lifestyle and maybe you're overwhelmed and just unsure of what it's going to take to create growth in your life? And so I want to introduce to you our Christian Leader Community Coaching Program. Through our step-by-step framework, you're going to discover a better rhythm of life, you'll see yourself more clearly, leverage your strengths, and build more productive relationships. With our full archive of courses, our supportive community of peers, a powerful leadership assessment to get you quickly focused. We also have live community coaching and so much more. And I've personally seen its huge impact with leaders from all over the world, experiencing laser focused growth in their lives. And now through this community, this experience is open to you. And we want to help you implement these simple frameworks and then celebrate with you as you experience significant results in your life. Don't wait any longer. Go to ryanfranklin.org and join the Christian Leader Community Coaching today. And I look forward to seeing you inside the community. Now back to our podcast. Yeah, you get a lot of stuff done. <laughs> You're gonna have to get up. You got a lot of titles, yes. a lot of job roles. Yeah. Uh, you you get a lot uh, accomplished from coaching to counseling to putting on a conference to going out and evangelizing and and uh,
0: that's a that's a lot. It is a lot. You got you, you got to pray a lot just to keep up with all that, right? <laughs> yes, sir. I've to pray a lot to keep up with all of that. And prayer is powerful. And prayer brings in the wisdom. Prayer brings in the knowledge. Prayer brings in the instruction, the understanding of how we of how we are going to accomplish the mission. But even after I I do all of that and I have the understanding, I've got to put that into a plan. I've got to strategically put that into something that's doable and workable. And this is where I feel that the role of prayer comes in between um, the faith, having the faith that this is going to work and having the faith that, that God's going to work this out for me. And he's already given me this vision. And then now I have this particular plan, how I'm going to do it. This is how the role of prayer comes in. It becomes a balancer. It becomes a something that helps me. To carry out the plan. And when God gives that plan. And I'm hoping I'm I'm being understood here. We must pray. We must pray. Prayer brings us into that understanding. That wisdom and that knowledge. And from that wisdom and knowledge. We get the strategic plan. But where the balance is. We have to know that without us carrying it out. It's not going to take place. Faith without words is dead. It is not useful. It's not advantageous. So we have to have a balance. I must pray and I must work. I must pray and I must strategically plan as a leader. I can't just leave it all to prayer and I just can't leave it all to planning. Because some people are great planners, but they're not great prayers. Some people are great prayers, but they're not great planners. They must marry one another. There must be a, a specific balance between the two to get the mission done. It's all about having that balance. And once we have that balance, the balance between prayer and the planning, then we see the mission accomplished. Yeah,
1: you know, setting up this this podcast today, uh, I, I've ran into a couple of problems. You ran into some problems trying to <laughs> trying to get here today. Uh, you know, it, it's easy to um, to sort of just say, "Well, that's that's just life." But reality is is that. The enemy does not want us having this conversation today. No. Um, and the enemy does not want you going out and preaching at a church and people receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost or, you know, things of that nature. The, the in, there is a real enemy out there. Right. And I think to neglect that side of it, the prayer side of it, is to really, in my mind, to shut down the powerful effectiveness of your
0: ministry. Would you agree? Absolutely. No prayer, Ian Bounds. No prayer, no power. Little prayer, little power. Much prayer, much power. I love that. Yes. I love that. Yes. Okay, so uh,
1: you're a counselor. You're you're also an executive coach. And um, uh, we deal with a lot of... uh, I do pastoral counseling. I have a pastoral counseling degree. I'm an executive coach. We deal with a lot of emotional... Things with people, Um, and we know that we are very emotional people Mm -hmm. as well as as uh, whether people deny it or not, uh, we they are emotion. Everyone is emotional people. Right. But as leaders, we often deal with a high volume of emotions within us from stress and anxiety and uh, dealing with other people's emotions and things of that nature. So. is, is there a role in prayer
0: for our emotional resilience? Hmm. I think that there is a role for prayer in every aspect of our lives. We will not be able to be resilient without the power of prayer. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be a therapist, a coach, or anything without prayer, because of the demands that are there, because of the complications that we face during the session, because of the internal stress that we face within ourselves, uh, it is no way possible that we as coaches or counselors or therapists can meet the demands of the people without prayer. Prayer is our only stabilizer. Prayer anchors our minds to the place where we can understand others and, more importantly, understand ourselves because a lot of things are going to happen in that session a lot of things are going to happen uh, when we interact with other people that we must have something to anchor ourselves so that we would be able to be able to meet those demands and become resilient do you realize the volume of things that we hear in the session you cannot manage it on your own with your own intellect in a
1: counseling counseling session You cannot manage it on your own. Which, let me just clarify, even if you're a business leader, you're going to find yourself in a counseling session at times with people that you lead. Uh, We can't avoid um, having these tough conversations that bring emotional things to us and even bring emotional things in us. But prayer, I'm hearing you say, is a stabilizer a lot of times in uh, sort of releasing some of that, regulating uh, some of the emotion within us that may be a little out of whack. Now, sometimes we need people in our life to vent to and, and let them contain and, and even give us perspective and things of that nature. But prayer is a place to start, first of all, and is a vital part of regulation in a leader's life. Would you, would you agree? Definitely. And that's what I hear you saying. So, yes. Yeah. So, I'm trying. I'm, I'm hitting some bullet points here, and uh, trying to trying to uh, talk specifically to a few things. Let's talk about vision. Vision is vital to leadership. We need personal vision, but also within an organization, we need corporate vision. So, um, how can specifically how can leaders use prayer to work on clarifying uh, a God given vision? And, and even communicating it effectively and, and fostering unity with teams, um, even when the path forward may not be entirely clear. We may not, there may be some uncertainty as, as to, we may not have the full picture of that vision, but how can prayer assist us in getting that full picture, moving the ball
0: with our organization, and having people on board with it? What prayer does, Pastor Ryan, it taps us into. The eternal mind of God. When we are tapped into the eternal mind of God, we gain vision. We, we gain something that's beyond what we see in the natural. Vision is spiritual. Sight is just natural. And the scripture tells us in the book of Hosea, without a vision, the people will perish. So when I'm looking to get a a plan, a blueprint, or something to lead the people. I must turn and resort to God. I must ask him, show me. We must ask him to give us revelation of what we need to do with the team, with the people that we're leading. Can
1: I pause you right there? Because I don't want to go too far past this. That's, That's a powerful statement. You said vision is spiritual. Sight is physical. Is that how you said that? Physical, natural, natural. So, would you agree, though, that that spiritual vision has to eventually become visible to us in the natural, in some form or fashion? Even if it's a, even if it's in our minds, it's got to become visible to us, right? Mm-hmm. So the 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 uh, act of prayer. Praying around a vision, a spiritual vision, can actually help move that yes. to a natural?
0: The scripture says faith is the substance of things hoped for, mm-hmm. the evidence of things not seen. So that's vision. You can't, you can't see it in the natural yet, yeah. but it moves us into what is seen as we continue to believe for it that's to good. come to pass. That's good. I've never
1: actually looked at, at vision through that, through that lens, but that is a, that's a powerful statement. So with, uh, with getting people on board, unity, uh, just to, even in a practical sense, how could we use prayer to help rally the troops, so to speak, around
0: the vision that the Lord has given us? Just the natural man itself, does not gravitate to unity. It's just not natural within us. I would agree with that. We don't just gravitate towards unity. So it's definitely going to take the power of prayer. Prayer begins to shift shift our mind. It shifts our spirit. It, um, it helps us to be able to um, desire to come together in harmony. If we do not pray. Definitely, we're going to always be in disunity. But if I want to rally someone or a group of people to get on board with me, it is going to come out of prayer. For instance, when I started the prayer group in my home and I had received approval from Bishop Anthony Magna to have that prayer in my home yeah. and I wanted to unify with other believers to pray, yeah. it started. In prayer, God began to tell me specifically and how to lead the people to come. And when they come, how to keep us unified and then to us in on the vision. Tell, tell us, uh,
1: I don't mean the side of us but
0: tell <laughs> us some more about that prayer. Because How many days in a row did you did you have that prayer time? That prayer is still going on. We just had a large number of group in my home this past 30, it was um, over 60 plus people. But you had uh, consecutive days uh, are you still doing consecutive days we are still praying in my home and usually let me put the consecutive yeah. days here there has been probably maybe a few days we've not been able to have the the consecutive days but we went for, That's for been years, years. It, it went on for years yep. and and that prayer group is still going on much prayer much power yes much <laughs> prayer much power and it it, it will stagger you that Uh, It's probably been maybe one or two days that there's no one been in that room to pray. That consistency is still there. And so to rally that many people to to unify to prayer, it is going to take uh, something from God. And as we begin to to pray about it, God began to move the people. I feel that this is kind of off just a little bit as an example for it. Mm -hmm. I feel that as Noah began to build the boat, God began to unify and he began to send those animals into there. The spirit was drawing them. So it's the spirit that draws us into unity, the yeah. spirit that draws us into oneness. Yeah. And so without prayer, we will never unify. It takes the power of prayer. And can I say this? Uh, if, if we were really wanting to unify
1: someone around a vision of where we're, where we're moving towards, a, a body of people, um, what would be wrong with like, Communicating the vision that you feel that the Lord uh, has given you. And then asking the people to pray for it. Because that's going to do one of two things. It's, it, first of all, it's going to get them praying. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then second of all, um, being that a vision oftentimes is so spiritual in nature. Um, it, it, it almost takes prayer for them to really grab hold of it and sacrifice for that vision, would you, would you say? Definitely. Definitely. I do agree. Um, so the act, of, the the act of prayer could, is actually going to get that vision in, in them more so than us standing
0: up and, and giving a great dissertation on what the vision is. Absolutely. I think as a leader, we must convey the vision. I had to convey the vision of prayer to the group that I was leading. We must convey the vision so that they can have a well um, um, vision of what um, you're looking for and what we're trying to establish. Because other than that, they're going to just be aimlessly shooting at something, uh, aimlessly going for a target that's not there. We must always put the target out there. But once we put the target out there, we incorporate the prayer as a means to reach in the target, and it rallies people into the same mind. And you can encourage, let's pray for this, let's pray for that, so that we can all be on the same page. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense.
1: So as we sort of move towards wrapping this up, um, if if a leader out there is wanting to uh, take some very practical steps to deepen their prayer life. What, uh, what practical steps, strategies can you, can you offer them to, uh, you know, hopefully they all have somewhat of a prayer life, but to deepen their prayer life? What's some practical strategies that you could, that you could give
0: them? First of all, forget about yesterday. Okay. Second, start where you are. Start where you are. If you're in an office, in your car, on a break on your job, just take a moment and just say a few words to God. And in that moment, ask Him to develop you into prayer. Start right where you are. Don't try to do big things. Don't try to go long times of prayer. Start where you are and go for small increments of prayer. One minute prayer and dedicate and commit to that one minute. And from that one minute, link it to five. From five, link it to 10. But always start where you are, office, car, home. yeah. And then begin to do small increments of prayer.
1: So uh, I know you're a a very, very seasoned uh, person of prayer. Um, And you may not use a certain template to pray by every day. But if you do, I'd love to just hear what you do. And if you don't, what would you recommend people to, to do? You know, I've heard of acts of prayer and uh, praying in the tabernacle. And what, what would you feel would be good for people to, uh,
0: maybe if they just wanted to use a, a format of prayer to help kind of guide them? Um, One of the things that I use a lot is the tabernacle prayer. G.A. Megan said the tabernacle prayer is an inline plan to the throne of God. And so I love it because it takes us from the beginning of worship and it lands us right inside of the holies of holies, mm-hmm. a place of worship. And it just takes you step by step how to get into the, um, the uh, presence of God. It takes you to the altar. And without an altar, you'll never be able to, to go forward in life. So it takes us from that gate and entering that gate of thanksgiving. I won't go through the whole thing yeah. and straight into the altar as we step our way into the presence of God. Yeah, that is a very powerful template. And uh our our bishop,
1: Bishop Anthony Mangan wrote a book on it, Heaven to Earth. Great I'll, book. I I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes for that book cuz I think it would be uh a worthy book of for anyone to pick up and and use as a as a uh you know, sort of a study guide to learn how to how to pray the Tabernacle. So uh that's that's really good. Um so Any final remarks on prayer that you would like to to share? Anything, Uh, I don't want to get to our last question until without giving you a chance
0: to say a few words if there's anything. Prayer has changed my life. Mm -hmm. I never knew I could pray. I never knew I could understand prayer. I never knew that prayer can can really um, make the difference in your life but Prayer has changed me from from being timid at times and shy at times, believe it or not, to becoming confident. I don't believe that. <laughs> becoming more confident <laughs> in who I am as a person. I didn't even know who I was until I got into prayer and God wow. began to so help me. So you overcame a lot of insecurities. Yes, yes. And so prayer changed me uh, to, to become the vessel that God has called me to be, and it I, I keep saying this over and over, it is a connect point between humanity and divinity. It is a connect. Point. It's our communication. It is how God communicates with us, and this is what God is after. The whole goal of prayer is relationship. Yeah. God relates to us, and we relate to him, and it'll change your life forever. I yeah. can't do without it. Yeah, awesome,
1: awesome. Well, to wrap it up, one last question I ask all of my guests. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't have to be related to prayer. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. What's one thing Dr. Jennifer Williams would
0: love to tell her younger self? If I were to speak to my younger self, I would say, have more balance. Mm. Many times I've had more prayer. And then other times I've had more planning, but I have struggled with balance a lot of times. I would say have more balance to where you, to where you would be able to accomplish the mission. Many times I think things that I've started that did not get accomplished, it was because I did not have balance. I had more of one than the other. That's very good. That's very good.
1: Well, Jennifer, this has been such a great, great conversation. And uh, thank you so much for giving us your time today. Um, if people want to connect with you in some way, where can they find you online? And uh, you've got a prayer conference coming up, and I want you to tell people about your prayer conference. <laughs>
0: Yes, sir. Um, if people want to connect with me online, they can definitely connect with me. Um, Facebook, I'm there on that platform quite often. I'll put a link
1: to that as well. And that's if they wanted you to preach or whatever, that's where they would
0: be best to connect with you. Definitely. Okay. And, of course, I am um, going to be leading a prayer conference here at the G.A. Mangan Center here on the POA campus. It's called Unhindered. It will be uh, April the 19th and 20th, a Friday and a Saturday, and it is a prayer conference. People will be coming in from all across the United States for the conference last year. We had over 400 that attended the conference, and we had a powerful time in prayer, and I'm looking forward to that particular conference, Unhindered. 2024.
1: That's tremendous. And if you want to get unhindered yourself and really incorporate prayer into your life, into your ministry, I would encourage you to, to attend that conference because Dr. Williams is, is definitely no joke. She knows what she's doing. And uh, I have a lot of, lot, a lot, a lot of faith in her. And, uh, and I'll put those links in the show notes. So, this concludes our show today, and if you are a new listener, I would greatly appreciate you subscribing, uh, liking the podcast, uh, sharing the podcast in any way that you can. That just helps me sort of get the word out. My name is Ryan Franklin. Thank you so much for joining us on the Christian Leader Made Simple podcast.